Welcome to the Dare to Adventure podcast. I'm Rachel Gilmore, founder of Earth and Soul Adventures and Freedom Coach. I have a passion for living life to the fullest and teaching others how to do the same. The purpose for this podcast is to inspire you to have the courage to step outside of your comfort zone and go on an adventure. I believe that everyone deserves to live life to the fullest and experience the profound transformations that travel offers. In this podcast, I will be interviewing amazing and phenomenal human beings who have went on adventures and explored the earth, and we will be sharing our journeys with you. So sit back, relax, and get inspired to take that adventure and discover the truth of who you are. Welcome back to Dare to Adventure. Today I am here with the amazing Zark and he is in joining us from Toronto. And uh, thanks so much for joining us today. How are you? I'm doing great, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. You're very welcome. So um, tell our listeners uh, who you are and what you're up to. Cool, so uh, my name is Zark Fatah. I am the owner of the Alive Experience, which is a transformational travel company. I plan the most epic adventures around the world, and I take people on really awesome trips that uh, help them discover what is possible for their lives. And I do that through the four pillars of adventure, connection, personal development, and wellness. I started the company in March 2018. I've hosted six trips so far with over 70 guests. And I started this company um, after a very successful 25-year run in entertainment and hospitality. Uh, I've been a serial entrepreneur for many, many years and just decided you know, it was time for a change and created this company and um, having a real blast uh, doing these uh, trips and hosting people so far. That's awesome. That's amazing. I love it. Uh, yeah, so tell me, you know, 25 years in the entertainment industry, mm-hmm. was was there a catalyst that brought you to a point where you're like, no, something else? Yeah, yeah for sure. This? Yeah, so um, just a bit of context. So I've opened over 12 venues, which include award-winning restaurants, nightclubs, bars, music festivals. At one point, I had 300 employees. We're doing over $14 million a year in sales. So I was very successful from the standpoint of uh, a guy who wants all the things like fancy car, penthouse, condo, model, girlfriend. I had all that, checked all those boxes. And then I woke up at the age of 40 and realized, oh, shit what's going on, what happened? And I realized that, um, you know, uh, although I've lived a very awesome, dynamic, flashy life, I just wasn't fulfilled. You know, I really achieved the success that uh, more than I'd ever hoped for. And many people would look at my life and think like, wow, I had it all. But I just knew that there was more to life uh, than what I was currently experiencing. And I also knew that um, there was something that would be uh, deeply fulfilling where I can give back in a way um, to others. So, uh, you know, that really began my personal uh, journey of self-discovery and self-development. And over the last five years, it's been a lot of inner work. It's been a lot of uh, learning and growing and shedding and expanding. And uh, essentially, you know, I, in, in, during this process, I shared my journey with other people and I 
heard so many other people say, yeah, me too. I'm feeling that also. Yeah. Like how are you getting through it? And essentially I've taken what I've learned uh, over the last five years through all these workshops and summits and courses and the books that I've read. And I've paired that with my background in creating unique experiences and truly offering, uh, hospitality uh, on all levels and you know combine that with what I love which is learning fitness adventure good food meeting like-minded people and took all the things I love and created this company because when I decided I'm done with nightclubs and restaurants I asked myself well, well now what the hell am I gonna do I've been doing this for 25 years now where do I go well, I, I asked myself well, what do I love and how can I take what I love and turn that into a career where I jump out of bed every day so stoked to go to work because I know what I'm doing is truly aligned with who I am as a person and that what I'm doing is beneficial to other people and I can honestly say like the trips that I've created are truly changing people's lives so for me it's just it's it's my dream job and i absolutely love it so uh yeah that's a bit about how i got into it that's awesome that yeah. is so amazing because i can totally relate to it right like yeah. um i spent many many years working on myself personal development you know and then i became a coach and started mentoring and coaching and guiding people and then i had this love for travel and then i just started marrying them together like because i had been in the the personal development industry for so many years. I mean, I started at 19, right? Cause I've always wow. been an entrepreneur and here I am where I have all of these courses, you know, I keep taking yeah. new certifications, new classes, <laughs> all the same things you said. And then I go and I travel and I spend, um, you know, a great deal of time traveling and alone by myself. And the, the, the transformations that were happening, like I was catapulting to new levels of being, um, it's such a faster rate than I ever did studying or taking more courses. And I'm like, there's something to this. There's something to getting outside of your comfort zone, getting outside of your routine, getting outside of your daily, you know, and getting away from people and, and, and surrounding yourself with like-minded people. That's so powerful. So that was kind of what led me into the whole, like, let's travel to get away because yeah. when I did it, that, you know, even with years and years and years of, of personal development experience, experience that was the thing that really took me to the new, to the next level and 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 I and then I noticed it and I'm sure you can relate to this mm. when you take clients on an adventure like this like you can take six months worth of coaching mm -hmm. and accomplish the same thing in 10 days on an adventure somewhere have you found that to be true yeah I absolutely agree uh, I believe that our brains start working and processing in a different way when we are in a new environment because now everything is new and uh, uh, foreign to us. So we are now having to process and adapt in a way that we don't do at home when we wake up and we have our usual morning routine and then we go to drive to work and then we just, we have that same program. Our brain is kind of on autopilot. However, when we're in a new country and everything is a learning experience that's when our brains are really ready to uh, take in this information and those memories and what they learn on the trip I find um, are really grounded uh, into the experience because it's it's tied to the overall experience from what they're seeing what they're tasting how they're feeling and uh, yeah definitely travel is a key way to create transformation with people 
that's that's why all my trips are planned in different uh, locations around the world. And you know, being close to nature, being in the mountains, being in the ocean, um, I believe alters people in a way where really you know just gets them grounded and allows them to reconnect with themselves and reconnect with the beauty of nature when they're out of the city, away from the concrete and all the technology that you know we are bombarded by while in in our major cities right back home mm -hmm. so do you notice as well that when people are out and they're having fun like i i like to say that the transformations happen in the play like clarity happens in the play like mm -hmm. all of these like awakenings and aha moments happen in the play that when you're out and you're having fun and you're on adventure and you're releasing endorphins and serotonin and all this stuff, right? You feel really good that you, that people lower their walls mm -hmm. and then they're a little bit more vulnerable. Yeah, absolutely. Then, yeah. And then there's a lot because we, we have a tendency to be guarded, right? Mm -hmm. But when we're out in nature in a new environment around people who are safe for us to let our walls down, um, yeah, especially when you're with a group of people, and often the majority of people in, on trip are strangers, but they're all showing up with the same intention of, I'm here to discover what's next. I'm here to share whatever's going on because I don't want to deal with this when I get back home. So when you have a dozen or more people show up with that intention of, I'll say whatever I want to you because I might never see you again, you know, and they're just able to like say what they've been bottling up inside and everybody's contributing and everybody's, you know, just totally raw and open. The, the conversations that are ha that happen are amazing. And I often say to my clients, you're going to learn something so profound on this trip. And it probably won't come from me. It's probably going to come from the stranger sitting next to you. Who's going to tell a story about their relationship with their father. And you're going to be like, wow, that's how I'm being. And I, didn't even realize that, you know, so people learn from one another and absolutely being in nature and being in that, you know, uh, just a change of environment allows them to just like calm down and just allow this communication and knowledge to flow. And then they probably remain friends. For oh, life. absolutely. One of the most rewarding things about what I do right now, and I always tell everybody in the beginning, and it's usually a very, like it's a motley crew. And I tell them, you're not going to believe me when I tell you this, but you are all going to fall in love with each other over the next week. And they're like, yeah, whatever. They're snickering. And by the end of the trip, they're crying. They're hugging. I love you. Like, I see you again. They're planning reunions. Uh, I create a WhatsApp group chat for every trip. And it's amazing to see the group chat just continue to you know, evolve and grow and the, they're sending photos and they're checking in on one another. And it's just so beautiful, the community that gets created out of it. Because again, they're sharing moments together that they wouldn't normally have back home. So they're having those aha breakthrough moments with these new people who become like family, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. yeah. Which is also a form of accountability. Like I made some decisions, totally. hold me accountable yeah. when I go home. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's amazing. Yeah. So for you personally, um, what are some of the biggest shifts in your perspective Yeah, from where you were even five years ago to where you are now? Sure. So, um, you know, one of the biggest shifts was just understanding that the way I, my way of being was tied to this identity that I created a long time ago to make myself feel better about who I didn't think I was growing up. So I lived a very superficial, flashy life. 
And that then became my identity of like Zark, the club guy, the fancy car and the model girlfriend. And that was my identity because the little, the young Zark in me who used to get picked on and bullied as a kid just wanted to be liked, just wanted to be accepted. So I built this big flashy life to make that kid feel better. And then when I saw that and I realized, wow, well, no wonder I'm alone at 40. Look at how I've been behaving. So when I realized my identity and the repercussions of who that guy was being, then I was able to say, okay, no more of that. And then it was shedding layers of identity, like they say in Landmark, you know, peeling back the onion to get back to like who I really am. So I think that shift in perspective of realizing that um, what I was doing isn't who I am being. It was just the way I was acting. So being able to detach that was great. And then just letting go of stuff and like letting go of many of the things that I just didn't need. And what I can say is I've really discovered that happiness can be so easy. Like happiness is a choice. And as soon as you choose to let go of the crap, that doesn't make you happy. That's actually a liability that holds you back from doing what you really want to do. When you choose to let go of all that other stuff that's totally unnecessary, happiness can be so easy. So yeah, definitely like deconstructing my identity and realizing that living a simple life is really uh, enjoyable. Uh, those would probably be some of the biggest shifts that I've had in, uh, in the last couple of years. So somebody who's listening right now that maybe is where you were five years ago, you know, mm -hmm. they've got the big lifestyle. I've had the clients who've made the million dollars and now their yeah. health is starting to fall, fail and yeah. you know, their relationships aren't great. And, and they come to me because they're like, I've made all this money, but I'm so unhappy and fulfilled. Yeah. We can all relate to that in some way, shape or form. So that person who's listening and they're like, that, that's my life. You just described my life. Like, yeah. what would you say to them? They're like, I can't get out of this because I'm so far in it. And now I need the, to continue making this money because now I have responsibilities and bills and kids or whatever. Yeah. Like, what would you just say to them? Let shit go. <laughs> you know, like really, um, a lot of times people think that you got to have a house that big. You got to drive a car like that. You got to wear that watch. And truthfully, we don't need all these things that we think we do. Now, don't get me wrong. When you've got a wife or husband or kids and employees, you have responsibility and you have to be accountable to those commitments. However, if you realize you're not happy and there needs to be a change, it doesn't have to be an overnight drastic 180 change, but it could, you could say in the next two years, I'm going to change my role. I'm going to change my lifestyle. I'm going to take back some of my, my life for me and I'm going to start making the changes today so that two years from now, you know, I'm living a life where I truly, you know, <laughs> love what I'm doing. And, um, and it's about getting very real on what makes you happy, what makes you fulfilled. If you don't love your career anymore, then start exploring what are some other options. Uh, for me, I made a decision. I knew when leaving nightlife and hospitality, I'm going to make less money but I'm going to really love what I'm doing and I'm going to really enjoy my life. And at the end of the day, what is money for? I mean, money is for, is supposed to support you uh, to live a great quality of life. But when making money is compromising your health, comp compromising your friendship and your happiness, well, what the hell are you doing it for? You know? And I do know many CEOs and owners of big companies who they're trapped by their work now because they've got you know, the big house and the cottage and the four cars and the two nannies. And it's like, okay, well, what do you really need to be happy? And I think that's where, again, 
detaching from this identity that you've created is absolutely critical because your identity will not want to change. Your identity will not want to let go of all that stuff. But if you truly want to be happy, you got to get real on what you truly need. Yeah. So do you notice like when somebody's on a trip with you and then they realize the the happiness is found in like the simplicity, right? Yeah. That's like that. That's a big shift for them. They're like, whoa, like I actually am super happy out here in the woods or nature yeah. or whatever. And I don't need it. So big thing for me was, um, you know, coming out of that lifestyle where I had all of the things and, and moving into a place where I kind of downsized everything, moved into a condo and, um, and thought that I was living pretty simply until I took my backpack and went to Southeast Asia for six mm, weeks. Yeah. And I come home, I'm like, all I need is what's in my backpack. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. that was a really big um, eye opener for me. And I realized I was the happiest when I was living very simply. Yeah. So that was another layer for me of, of, of peeling back, so to speak, and getting to that place. So, what I notice is when people are able to get outside and realize that there's happiness in the simple things, yeah. more apt to it. To let it go because sometimes we don't know what we don't know all we know is what we're experiencing right now which is this is the life that i've built and that yeah. find happiness here but when we get to the other side and experience happiness and simplicity like on an adventure or a trip or something you're like oh actually i want more of this and perhaps sometimes that's the catalyst that people need yes. to make that transition which is i think why the adventures that you and i are both doing are so vital to people really making those shifts it's because they get a glimpse of and then they want more of, and then they start yeah. leaning in that direction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And uh, to your point about traveling to places that are uh, much simpler uh, of a lifestyle than here in North America, you know, having traveled to India or Kenya or, you know, Vietnam, Cambodia, you know, these are people have, who have significantly less than we have in North America, yet they are way happier than we are because they have community. They have their family, you know, they've got enough food to eat. They've got a roof over their head. They have the basics covered. And then after that, it's all about, you know, the quality of their relationships. And, you know, as we all know, there's a direct correlation between the level of happiness in your life and the quality of your relationships. So once you've got your basics covered, what do you need? You need people around you that you love and you enjoy their company. And that's why when we get to visit different cultures, we get to see, wow, that's how they live and look how happy they are. Wait a minute, what the hell am I doing? And that's why travel is so important is that you can experience these different cultures. And you know, if you're, if you're uh, I would say courageous or open-minded enough, you join them in the community and you stay in a village, you stay with a local family, you get to see how they live, how they work, how they eat. And you, you realize like, wow, okay, I we might be doing it all wrong over in North America, you know, and, and that's the beauty of travel because you're learning the whole time without even realizing that you're getting one of the most valuable lessons that you could ever be taught. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah it's so important, which is one of the reasons why I tell people to always travel with a journal. Yeah, totally. Take some alone time and sit and let everything kind of sink in and mm. uh, allow it to shift your perspective. So, would you say you're a better person today? Absolutely. Um, I am far more present, grounded, and conscious than ever before. Um, I, 
I'm focusing on my inner purpose as opposed to my outer purpose as I was before. It was about accomplishments and titles and status and materialistic items. And for me now, I'm purpose-driven, focusing on positive impact. So, you know, it's about how can I share what I've learned? Uh, how can I support other people on their journey? And uh, what difference can I make? Because that's, that's my personal legacy. That's what I'm creating. And knowing that my trips uh, and what I can teach people uh, can make a real profound difference in their life and elevate their happiness and then have them go out and cause greater positive impact in the world as well. It's, uh, it's a beautiful feeling to be able to uh, share this with people for sure. So you have, let's just say you have a hundred thousand listeners listening to this podcast. Uh -huh. What is like one message that you want yeah. to broadcast to the mm -hmm. world? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, I would say, ask yourself, what change do you want to see in the world? What are you not okay with that's happening out there? And ask yourself, what can you do to make a difference? What can you do to do your part as a global citizen to help our planet? Because I find a lot of people are looking for purpose. A lot of people are confused. They're still so focused on their outer purpose. They're not thinking about, well, what am I here for? And when you start thinking about how you can be a contribution to the planet, how you can make a difference, you discover so much about yourself. You discover what your real values are. You discover what's really important to you. And most importantly, you discover that you matter and that your time on this planet is worthwhile because so many people are looking for superficial significance because they don't know if they matter or not. And when you start to discover who you are and what you can do in this world, that's when life goes to a whole other level because then you realize like, wow, okay, I'm here for a reason. And that's what I believe you discover through travel as well. You get to see both the beauty and the tragedy of the world. You get to see how people in other countries really value their animals and the land and treat one another in these real like in tight knit communities. And you come back and you realize the world can be different if we choose to start living that way. So yeah, if there's one thing I would tell people is ask yourself, why are you here and what impact are you going to make during your lifetime? Yeah, because everybody has a gift, right? We all have a gift. We all have this innate gift. And yeah. so many of us, we knew yeah. what it was as a kid, right? Yeah. But do you ever ask somebody what brings them joy and they look at you like a deer in the headlights? Like, or what do you do for fun? And they're like, yeah, no. And they'll always, they'll always tell me what they used to do for fun or what used to make them happy. And then I ask them like, well, where did that go? Cause it's, it's still there, but you know, it's, it's one of those things where people get so caught up in the program. They're so caught up in, you know, what they think they need to get that they almost feel guilty having fun anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, I hear that from a lot of my guests. They're like, I haven't done something for myself in 20 years. And my kids are growing up now and I don't know, I just need to do something for me, you know? And it's, it's sad because um, 
life, life is short um, and life can be long and wonderful. And you really need to just have that balance to make sure you take care of yourself. So then, and that's, you know, again, part of the trips with adventure uh, being uh, an, an integral part of it. You know, you get somebody on a zip line or an ATV uh, quad who hasn't done it since he was a kid. You know, on my last trip, I had a woman who was canoeing and she hadn't canoed since she was 14. And the minute she got in the canoe and she started paddling, she remembered being at the cottage with her father when she was 14. Canoeing took her back to that moment and she literally broke down crying just because just that motion of paddling brought her back to the moment of her and her dad together. You know, so uh, again, that's why these experiences are important because it, it, it has you realize that life can be so much fun as long as you know you're willing to be adventurous and get out of your comfort zone yes yeah. <laughs> i yeah. love that and yeah. then do you find too that like when people are having fun that's when maybe they get in touch with their gifts yeah um yeah because you're giving people permission to act silly let loose self-express whatever is going on and yeah and and that's often when you'll hear someone say, oh, yeah, I actually used to play the piano for 15 years when I was a kid, but I haven't touched it in so long. You're like, what? You play the piano, you know? And, and they just kind of like suppress all that stuff that used to make them really happy. Yeah. 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 Wow. So the moral of the story is everybody just needs to go on an adventure, right? <laughs> you just got to shake it up. You got to, you know, you got to open, just be open-minded, push your boundaries, you know, um, do stuff that scares you a little and, you know, and do it with people who are, who are willing to take chances with you, you know, cause yeah. that's, uh, that's where the real magic happens. Absolutely. So interestingly enough, we're both going to be in Bali this October. Yeah. Both of us are doing adventures in Bali. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to post the links for all your information for the cool, list. Thank you. More about that. Um, so I was going to ask you about your next trips, but I already know about that. Um, mm. How do people get in contact with you? Yeah, so um, my website is thealiveexperience.com. Um, my email is zark at thealiveexperience.com. And zark is spelled Z-A-R-K. Um, yep, just through the website or shoot me an email. That's definitely the easiest way. Okay. Yeah. And any closing funny stories or anything that you want to share with us? Funny stories? Um, you know, I, I so... Some people may find it funny. I look back and I laugh at it now. You know, to anybody who's thinking about taking that chance, anybody who's maybe stopping because of the fear of doing whatever because they're concerned about the what ifs and all might happen. You know, um, when I decided that I was going all in on this company and it is what I really wanted to do, I had to make some big sacrifices. I had some, some decisions to make. Um, I chose to close down one of my restaurants that I'd had for 15 years because I knew that. I can't be running my restaurant in Canada and planning trips around the world. And I made the conscious decision to close a restaurant. And in doing so, I personally lost a million dollars. And I can laugh about it now because in choosing to let go of that money, I essentially unlocked my own jail cell and gave myself permission to do whatever I want. Um, and just create from a place of abundance. And, you know, when I decided to let go of that million dollars, I thought, well, if somebody gave me back that check today, what would I do? And I would, you know, buy some land in Costa Rica, build my retreat center, and, and continue doing what I'm doing. 
And I thought to myself, well, if I walk away from this money, how long will it take me to, you know, run these trips and do it? And I thought maybe, you know, two to three years it might happen. And in just over a year, I've already had investors offer me the money. These are people from my previous trips willing to fund me. We've already purchased the land in Costa Rica and this vision I had is now coming to fruition. So my message is when you have, when you combine pure intention with bold action, magic truly happens. Like when I let go of that million bucks, I didn't know what the universe was going to give me. I didn't know how I was going to feel about it. Uh, but it's the best decision I've ever made. So if any of you watching this are fearful of what might be next, and you're thinking about whether or not you can do it or not, you're listening to a guy who chose to lose a million dollars, is living the life of his dreams, and is about to create a truly transformational private retreat center in Costa Rica that's gonna to continue to change people's lives. So uh, do it. Yeah. Badass. You're such a badass and you are amazing and I am so inspired you. by your story and I love Thank you so story. much. That's exactly why I'm doing this podcast. Nice. Um, We're gonna have to get you down to Costa Rica soon. I, I, I've been there once, but it's yeah. time to go back for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that, you know, we, we met through the Transformational Travel Council and they're really doing a great job of getting the word out of how travel is really truly transformational and everything you've just shared with us is so much gold. I mean, so much gold, so much wisdom in this. And uh, I love the people who are out there actually doing it, not just talking about it, but actually doing it. So yeah, yeah. you're amazing. Thank you so much for being on this podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And uh, hey, we might meet in Bali. Let's definitely meet in Bali. Not let's, hey, let's maybe we'll meet. Let's make it happen. Let's meet. We're meeting in Bali. Done. Done. <laughs> It's like okay. my favorite place on the planet. Okay, well, you have to show me around because I've never been. So, you know, you could be my tour guide. I had the biggest breakthrough, the biggest transformation of my entire life in Bali. Wow. So, it's got a nice. very, very dear place in my heart. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'll yeah. be honored. Anyways, thank you so much. Cool. Thank you, listeners, for listening. And we will be back soon. Stay tuned. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast, Dare to Adventure. If you enjoyed, please consider sharing on social media. For more information about upcoming travel trips, you can visit us online at earthandsouladventures.com. Please go out and live an adventure. You are so worthy of it. And until next time, have an amazing journey.